What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Everything In Between Season 6. Today is Valentine's Day, y'all. Um, not the day that this podcast has dropped. Um, this will be dropped on February 15th, but I'm currently recording on February 14th. And I thought, what better topic to talk about than love on this beautiful Valentine's Day? Um, yeah, so let's just get right into it. Um, I kind of want to talk about God's love, you know, love with your friends, love with your family, intimate love, um, and just share my thoughts, my experiences, and some things that I've learned along the way. I was talking with one of my girls this weekend, and we were talking about how love in today's age is so scary and how like it's so unpredictable. Like You could be with someone and at any given moment, they can cheat on you. They can wake up one morning and be like, you know what? Actually, I don't want to be with you. They have access to everything at the tip of their fingers. Um, they can lie to you. They can betray you. They can go behind your back. They can start a room like love. It can be so scary. It comes at such a high risk um, in today's age. And it just seems that it's failing more and more and more. And we were talking about how we've started to lose like a little bit of hope of finding that love. And when I was thinking about it, I thought about it in the sense of like, okay, if I lose hope in finding love, am I in somewhat losing hope in God? Because at the end of the day, I know this desire um, in my heart to be a wife. I don't have a stronger desire in my life. Like I want to be a wife. I really, yes, I want to be a mom, but if I'm never a mom, like I will be okay because I just want to be someone's wife. Um, and it's not in the way of like, I'm desperate to be someone's wife because I could have definitely settled a long time ago, but it's just something that I really, really, really want. Um, and so I just remember saying like, okay, God, if I'm losing hope and love of this, of this desire that you've clearly given me, does that mean that I'm losing hope in you? And I just thought about it in the sense of we can't put human love on God. Because God is perfect love. And we date such a toxic um, culture. We live in such an evil world. Um, there is so much hate and just anger and meanness and so many imperfect human beings in this world that we cannot put the characteristics of love that they show us onto God because God is nothing like us. God is nothing of imperfect or evil or betraying. He is good. He is God. He is holy. He is perfect. And I think that's really hard to do. Like, I know for me, my past relationships with men and with love has been bad. I've been lied to. I've been cheated on. I've been left. I have been betrayed. I have given a false sense of hope. Um, I have been not chosen and that's the biggest one for me is like I've never had a man just choose me and I really struggle with understanding the fact that God does, that he chooses me every single day despite my mistakes, despite what it looks like or how it feels 
because I haven't had a man physically choose me or mentally or emotionally choose me, I don't feel that God has chosen me. And I know I'm not the only one that struggles with that. Um, But I think about it all the time and I cry about it all the time. (laughs) And something that I say to myself all the time, especially going through dating and things failing all the time, I ask myself, dang, like, when is someone going to choose me? And every single time I say that, I hear God softly say, I already have. And I don't know who else struggles with that. Um, but I just want to send you that reminder of like, God has already chosen you. He chooses you. He chose you yesterday. He will choose you today. He will choose you tomorrow and every day after that. And for me, like sometimes that's hard for me to wrap my head around because it's like, there's no way I'm dirty. I'm imperfect. I just send the ultimate sin. I lie. I gossip. Like I struggle every day to live right for God. There's no way that he chooses me. Because anytime I've messed up with a man or lied to a guy or things maybe got a little rough or things got a little dirty or messy, they left me and they chose not to choose me. So how does God choose me every day? And I have to remind myself that God is not man, that he is perfect in love. It talks about in the Bible, the famous love scripture 1 Corinthians 13, it says, love is patient and kind. It does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. And I think with this scripture, Like we can confuse it sometimes that if the person we love doesn't do all of these things or like show all of these things, then like, then it's just not it. And we shouldn't be with them and like, okay, well, that's not true love. Yes and no. Okay. In this scripture, the Bible identifies Jesus as love. Like Jesus is love. And so when they're saying love in this scripture, they're talking about Jesus. But also, at the same time, this is how we should love. This is how we should move in love. Will we live up to this all the time? No, we are imperfect beings. If I sat here and told you that I was patient, kind, that I don't boast, that I was never arrogant or rude, that I don't insist in my own way, that I don't ever get annoyed or want to seek revenge, I would be lying to you. If I sit here and tell you that I always rejoice, I would be lying to you. But Jesus does. God does. And because God never fails, love never fails with him. We're going to fail in our relationships here on earth. We're going to struggle. We're going to fight. We're going to have to fight our flesh and um, forgive and move forward in certain things like love can be messy sometimes here with humans um, just because of our natural being but with God love will always it'll always be the be, be these things and I know for me the hardest one for me to wrap my head around is that love is patient because your girl is not patient I'm not patient at all I want what I want when I want it how I want it 
and I don't like waiting. And so when I think about how impatient I am with people and like their need to change or, um, or if it's just me waiting on them or I don't know, like any sense of way that I need to be patient with someone, like I struggle with that. And so if I'm not patient, does that mean that I don't carry love? No. And so because I struggle with that, again, I put these human traits on God and I think there's no way after everything that I've just done, after how far God has brought me and how much I've just fallen right back, there's no way he's still patient with me. I've been fighting the same sin year after year after year. There's no way he still loves me, but he does because it says it right here. Love, again, God, Jesus, love is patient. He is kind. And we know that God's word does not lie. And so it's so much easier said than done to move in this way of, you know, God loves me. God shows me love. God is patient with me. He does not envy me. Like, because we don't move like that as humans. And I hope this is making sense. I feel like I'm kind of like talking in circles right now, but we have to stop putting human traits of love on God. And it doesn't even have to be romantic. Like I struggle a lot with love from my, like my childhood. And just because my parents and my brother, because they were imperfect in the way that they loved me, doesn't mean that God is imperfect in the way that he loves me. And I think with me, I struggle in the love aspect, not so much with my family or friends, but specifically with men, because men have shown me such a horrible, toxic trait of love that I cannot comprehend that God loves me perfectly, that he loves me with patience, with kindness, that he does not envy or boast, that he is not arrogant or rude. He doesn't insist in his own way. He's not irritable or resentful. He does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth that his love will never fail because I've had so many relationships or men in my life fail me in love. I cannot comprehend how God's love will never fail for me. And I know that more people struggle with that, but I think that it's okay. And I think it's a way that God is able to constantly every single day Show me a new way of his love. Show me that, okay, I know he cheated on you, but I never will. I know that he betrayed your trust, but I never will. Will things get hard? And will I ask you to do things that will be difficult? Absolutely. But I will never love you in the toxic way that man has. And I have to remind myself of that all the time. He did this, this relationship failed. He cheated, he ghosted, he lied. And I have to constantly work on not putting those characteristics on God. Because for me, oh, thank you. When God gets quiet, I'm afraid. Because I have such a fear of like being ghosted and not being communicated with and just left out to dry 
that when I don't feel God moving or I don't feel that he's close to me or I, and I dang sure don't feel like he's talking to me, I automatically get into defense mode and I struggle giving God my all. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I struggle giving God my all because of the experiences that I've had with men. Because the second I give someone my all, they leave me, they lie to me, they ghost me, they do me wrong. They take, even with friendships, like I can give someone my all and share my life with them. And then two days later, somebody else knows my story. Or maybe they start acting weird to me. The second I'm like, okay, I really like this dude. I'm going to fall all in. Then I start seeing things happen or he starts acting weird. So because that happens with men, I become that way with God. And I get fearful and I do not want to give God my all. I do not want to surrender it all to him, to him. I don't want to leave it all in his hands because when I've done that with men, I have been left broken, shattered. And so I'm afraid to do it with God. And it's a constant battle. It's a constant thing that I am having to work on. It's something that me and God are constantly in communication with. And it's going to take time. And there'll be some days where I'm like, you know what, God, I fully trust you here. Here's everything. And there are some days where I'm holding on tight to my stuff. But just because man and the people that I've dated or maybe will date or my family or my friends that I've encountered cannot handle my baggage does not mean that God can't. Because God can handle anything we give him. It says, lay your burdens down at his feet. Because he can carry them. They're not meant for us to carry. The things we struggle with and the things that we're holding on to or that we're too fearful to give over to God, we have to actively every single day, sometimes every single moment or every single time a situation occurs, lay it at his feet. Because he wants it. We don't want it. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't want the burdens that come with life and the struggles and the fear. I want to live freely knowing that God has it handled and I'm still getting there. Like, it's still something that I'm constantly working on, like I said. And there's some days where I have it perfected and there's some days where I don't. But I think at the end of the day, if we know and if we can identify that man's love and God's love are so but I also want to say that there is a time and like and I pray that whenever I meet my husband he does show me this kind of love the patient the kind like there is hope that man's love can match God's love you see it all the time with beautiful God-fearing couples where they're talking about the love that they display that. And you hear it a lot of times with women talking about how their man shows them the love of first Corinthians 13. And I don't want us to lose hope in that. Like in the beginning, I was talking about how I've started to kind of lose hope in good love, but I don't want to because I know God and I know he's good And I know when I'm ready and when he's ready for me, he's going to give me the type of love that I deserve. He's going to give me this 
1 Corinthians 13 for love because he does not want anything less than me. Like he wants what's best for me. And this type of love is what is best. And so I know there's going to become a day where I, where you, or if you haven't already found it, you are going to be met with a perfect love. You are going to be met with a 1 Corinthians 13 love. And we cannot lose hope in that. I'm sorry if you've constantly dated the wrong people. And also I hate, I get into this podcast and I talk only from a woman's point of view because I'm a woman, but men struggle finding love too. Men want to be sought after and shown affection and shown love and cared for just as much as women do, if not even more. But because they're men and we live in this society where you can't show that your weakness, your pride, your ego, yada, yada, yada. We get in the way of that. But men want patient love too. They want to love that's kind. They want to love that doesn't envy or boast or isn't arrogant or rude. That doesn't insist in their own way. That isn't irritable, irritable or resentful. That it doesn't rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in truth. Men want a love that never fails as well. And I know that someday at some time we are going to find it, but we have to continue to work on every single day, separating the wrong love that we've experienced on earth from the right love that God gives us every single day, because there is a huge difference. So that's going to be it for today. It's super short. Um, Again, like I have no uh, plan for season six. I just want to get on here and talk. Um, And I hope that today um as someone could be possibly struggling with their their relationship with um with love their relationship with god that they might feel you know like i've done too much wrong or i've experienced toxic love or i've never just experienced healthy love <laughs> um we can experience perfect non-toxic healthy love in god um we just have to constantly work on it and understand and believe it. Yes, we have to believe that God loves us in such a pure and holy way because he does. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you for today, Lord. I thank you for just another Valentine's Day, God. Um, I pray for all my single people who are struggling with understanding your love, who have just experienced toxic men and women Um, who've experienced toxic family love, who've maybe encountered abuse or um, betrayal, someone who struggles finding friends, someone who struggles in their workspace, that they understand the love that they've been shown by those imperfect beings has nothing, reflects nothing on the love that you show us. And I just pray that they are able to work through that, that they are able to encounter all the bad that's happened to them, but still think that you're good, that still, but still know that you're good because you are where they still know that they might have failed me here on earth with the love that they've shown me, but you will never fail me as my father. I pray for anyone that is in a relationship that might be struggling with feeling love for them. So they might think that you forgot about them or that you don't love them or that they maybe, maybe someone is in a relationship where they, it's so healthy, where it's so good, where they feel like they don't deserve it. 
And so I just pray that they understand that whether they're experiencing the love that is maybe fading or failing them again, that they know that your love never will. And that if they're experiencing a healthy, if they're experiencing a a first Corinthians 13 type of love, but because they've experienced nothing but toxic love, this type of healthy love is foreign to them. God, I pray that every single day you remind them that they are deserving of this, that this is exactly what you want from them for them. And despite the toxic experience they've had in the past, this is where they are now. And this is what you want for them. And they need to enjoy and bask in that. God, I just thank you for your love, for your love that is patient, that is kind, that is never, ever, ever failing, that you will never fail us because you are love. God, I love you so much. I thank you for just another day. I ask that you stay with your daughters and your sons today, God. Lord, we love you. We trust you. We thank you and we praise you. And in Jesus name we pray. Amen.